Today is the 29th of September, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. It's definitely too early. I need more coffee. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have some regular time in prayer, regular time in scripture, a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, again, welcome and thank you for joining us. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, don't forget, if you'd like to have a copy of today's episode, you can download the script. There is a download the script button in the episode notes below. Click that, you'll get a PDF. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? O God, who is greater than the most powerful forces in this world, enable us to be still and know that you are God. Loving God, who answers out of the whirlwind of everyday life, breathe your Holy Spirit into us to strengthen, comfort and guide us in the midst of the storm. Still, small voice, speak to us today that we might become makers of your peace in our homes, in our communities, in our world. We pray all of this in the name of the one who calmed the raging sea, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. John 3 verse 20 For everyone who practices wicked things hates the light and avoids it, so that his deeds may not be exposed. When I was a kid, I used to love building model aircraft. I, I was, and still to a certain degree, am mad about aircraft and helicopters. My wife says I can tell the model of and the color of the helicopter just by the sound that it makes. It's not quite true. But when I was younger, I'd spent an awful lot of time building a scale model of an F-18 Hornet. And I was very proud of it. And one day I came home and found that it wasn't where I'd left it. It wasn't on the shelf. My brother had knocked it off the shelf and it had been smashed. And he did what most kids would do, and he hid it. I hadn't thought about that incident for ages, but when I read today's Bible verse, that was the memory that came to mind. <laughs> He's definitely not wicked, but I think the principle still applies. As humans... We've done it ever since the fall. Adam and Eve hid from God when they realized they were naked. David had Uriah the Hittite killed when he discovered that Bathsheba, Uriah's wife, was pregnant after he, David, had slept with her. We do it countless times. We try to hide the darkness. We're scared of the light. We're ashamed of the wicked things we do, the sinful things we do. But the amazing news, the amazing news of the gospel is that we no longer need to be ashamed because Jesus bore all our, all our sin, all our shame, all our guilt on the cross. We are free from that guilt. We no longer have to hide away or hide the things that we have done. As for my brother, <laughs> my mom made him buy me another one from his pocket money. If you are struggling with guilt and shame, um, 
I want to recommend an organization called Transformed by God's Love. They're online, transformedbygodslove.com. The lady who runs it, uh, Sarah Sedgwick, has an amazing testimony about how God has turned her life around. And the work that she does is absolutely amazing. So a big shout out to Sarah and the, the people at Transformed by God's Love. If you'd like to email them, it's tbglministry at gmail.com. tbglministry at gmail.com. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we finish Paul's second letter to the Thessalonians.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father God, you've given us your word. Help us to see your truth. Help us to see your hope, your love through all of this. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, now because of the the week that we had last week where we kind of got our days mixed up and all the rest, we didn't really get a chance to do an introduction to 2 Thessalonians. So here's the introduction to 2 Thessalonians. This is the final church letter that Paul writes. It's the final church letter that we have in the by Paul in the New Testament. And most scholars seem to think that it was written by Paul. You know, it was written from Corinth around 52 AD, possibly very soon after he wrote his first letter to Thessalonians, though there is a bit of debate about this. And what we have in this letter is Paul is addressing some of the issues that have arisen out of that first letter. See, both Thessalonian letters have a very strong eschatological theme. Now, that's a big word, um, and possibly too big to say at this time of the morning. Um, but eschatol- <laughs> told you, eschatology is all about the end times. It's all about the, the reign and the kingdom of God. Um, and this is a theme that cuts across both letters, the coming of Christ, the return of the kingdom of, of Christ and the kingdom of God. And so what Paul is doing in this letter is he's addressing some of those issues more formally in this letter. It's quite a stern letter. It's not the friendly letter that 1 Thessalonians was. And I personally think that Paul is writing to either correct some false teaching that had crept in, or he was trying to explain further some of his teaching that may have been twisted. Anyway, today we finish Paul's second letter to the Thessalonians. Our Bible readings today are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and today I'm reading 2 Thessalonians 3. Finally, brothers, pray for us that the Lord's message may be spread rapidly and be honoured, just as it was with you, and that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men. For not all have faith, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen and guard you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord about you, that you are doing and will do what we command. May the Lord direct your hearts to God's love and Christ's endurance. Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to keep away from every brother who walks irresponsibly, and not according to the tradition received from us. For you yourselves know how you must imitate us. We were not irresponsible among you. We did not eat anyone's food free of charge. Instead, we labored and struggled, working night and day, so we would not be a burden to any of you. It's not that we didn't have the right to support, but we did it to make ourselves an example to you so that you could imitate us. In fact, when we were with you, this is what we commanded you. If anyone isn't willing to work, he should not eat. For we hear that there are some among you who walk irresponsibly, not working at all, but interfering with the work of others. Now we command and exhort such people by the Lord Jesus Christ that quietly working, they may eat their own food. Brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. And if anyone does not obey our instruction in this letter, take note of that person. Don't associate with him so that he may be ashamed. Yet don't treat him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. May the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. The Lord be with all of you. 
This greeting is in my own hand, Paul. This is a sign in every letter. This is how I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with all of you. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that may just have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for the day. Our prayer this morning is written by the great St. Thomas Akempis. Let's pray, shall we? I will say to my God, my Lord and my King, How abundant is your goodness, O Lord, which you have stored up for those who fear you. But what are you to those who love you? What are you to those who serve you with their whole heart? In this especially you have showed me the sweetness of your love, that when I was not, you made me. When I went far astray from you, you brought me back again that I might serve you and have commanded me to love you. I wish that I were able, at least for one day, to do some worthy service for you. Truly you are my Lord and I your servant, bound to serve you with all my might. This I wish to do, this I desire, and supply Whatever is lacking in me, I pray. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, 
your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. <laughs>